Welcome to the world of shortwave radio. This tape will introduce you to one of the most fascinating hobbies in the world. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Podcast. Let's discuss Aerosmith. This is part three of a 20-part episode. Hey Joe, how many parts does it take to make... I'm just fucking with you. What you are about to hear is deeply disturbing. Use drugs for so many years, it's like you know, you burn out the punch card. You know, I mean, you've only got so many drinks in your life. I think I used all of mine in 35 years. You know, I was looking forward to having a few sips on the porch when I get older, but eating the cards, you know. Snoring that, I fell off the stage. Snorting Lunesta, of course. <laughs> you get to go to sleep. You're snorting it. Now, it, it, when you when you snort it, does it make some sort of? It has a different reaction with the body chemistry than when you swallow it. Ah, David. You know, it just was such a bad time for all of those. None of them should have ever survived it, but damn it, they didn't. So then, right before permanent vacation is when they do the walk this way mashup with Run DMC. <laughs> they always it, somebody was looking out for this. I don't know if it was a manager. I don't know what because they were still wasted by that time. Well, I read a Rolling Stone article about the making of that record, and it was like right when it came out. And the guys in Run DMC were like, these cats like every 10 minutes had to go to the bathroom together. What, isn't it true that you're uncircumcised? Only you would know on this side of the ocean. I saw Steve Tyler, and he looked like a parody of himself. And that's when they got the management and got them all cleaned up. Sure. Is it true you guys don't do drugs or alcohol anymore? No drugs, no alcohol? No way. Way. Okay. <laughs> when they did Permanent Vacation, I was partly disgusted and partly very entertained. Well, we're talking about 87, and dude looks like a lady. I mean, they're having fun at top volume there. Uh, is it sophomoric? Oh, of course. Jesus. When you compare it with other things that, you know, have been on the radio, uh, you know, I'll take it. Now, you know, another single from that album, Angel, is, you know, the beginning of the power ballad phase. And, you know, I don't particularly care for uh, any of those tracks. I, I certainly would have lived a good full life without crying or amazing or angel or uh, don't want to miss a thing, uh, but not the worst thing ever recorded. That's got St. John. That's a great song. John, he prayed for all the people ever made. John was cool. He never did no after school.
St. John is really excellent. Also, the very first track, Heart's Done Time. Springfield, Stephen. Ah, oh, sí, sí, sí. Get him, Rock! And they were back. Don't you lie on the track, like a head boy, don't you lie on the track. 
head boy Don't you lie on the jagger like a head boy Don't you lie on the chain <laughs> And I saw that tour and they were very, very good And then Punk came out The boys are back and they're not getting any nicer Punk, the new album from Aerosmith on Geffen Cassettes, Compact Discs, and Records. And the first thing is, you know, the cheesy corporate album cover. This is a proposal for our new album cover. You gotta tell me your honest opinion. How about, uh, Young Lust? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, call the album that and have the two trucks, the cover of Young Lust and the two trucks on top of each other, and that would be totally hilarious. Don't you like that picture of the two trucks? Everybody loves that picture. Whoever sees it, they go crazy. Especially if you call it Young Lust, because it's hilarious. But they're two old trucks. I particularly like the production on it. So, you know, Bruce Fairbairn was the producer on these records. But you know what? The, these things sound great. I, I love the sound and love in an elevator. But what I really love is Janie's Got a Gun. And Steven Tyler, first of all, he wrote it with Tom Hamilton, which is kind of cool. Squid said, I don't know. You better ask LG. I said, who's LG? He said, you know, Tom. I said, Tom? He said, yeah, LG. He says, that's because he's so slow. We call him LG. LG stands for low gear. My lawyer will call your lawyer. <laughs> the other thing is, this is, you know, got some really dark imagery in the lyrics. I love the alternative harmonies, the, you know, the sort of very almost dissonance, a real rub, a real tension in the melody there. And I just think it's a cool track. And, and you know, really think about it was a hit single as weird as it is. So Janie's Got a Gun, I'm totally down with. I hate that song. Elmo's got a gun Elmo's got a gun Big Bird's on the run Ernie's dialing 911 That guitar solo is awesome in that song though Got a gun when they kind of entered this period of intentionally writing pop songs. Okay, and now I, I don't even know what record it's on. The big hit. The slow song, almost country sounding. Was this it has a generic title. Crying? No. That was a song that tried to be good and was Crazy? No, that's real bad. They had several hits. No, on the record. big one. I don't want to miss a thing. Almost. No. <laughs> Are you doing this on purpose? <laughs> It almost has a country sound to it. It has the big chorus. Come on. It, it almost... The My ending, girl? You're doing this on purpose. You've named everything but this one. What it takes. What it takes. Written with Desmond Child. It's such a generic title. Because it's hilarious. I thought that was a well-written, well-done song. There goes
So baby, what's the story? Did you find another man? Is it easy to sleep in the belly bed when you don't look back? I guess I'm feeling sad. But the tours, I saw another tour, one of those tours, and they sounded great. Yeah. Wake up, kid, it's half past the youth, ain't nothing really changing but the date. You a grand slammer, but you know, babe, Ruth, you gotta learn how to relate. I even swinging from the pearly gate. I got all the answers, and lo and behold, you got the right key, baby, but the wrong key, ho, yo. Attention citizens, Aerosmith's World Tour is now rampaging toward its final destination. One week of sun-baked, cocoa-buttered, scantily-clad tropical mayhem. Enter MTV's Aerosmith on Monster Island Contest. Brought to you by Pepsi and Butterfinger. So the next record is Get a Grip, and this is where all these ballads come in, and increasingly songs written with co-writers. There's something wrong with the world today I don't know what it is Something's wrong with our eyes We're seeing things in a different way God knows it ain't his It sure ain't no surprise The sound of it is really cool. They go into some interesting places, production-wise. song we wrote with Richie Super. It's going to okay. be on the next record. Oh, yeah? Just give me it's a second. Brand new one. up here. All right. Did you guys like the mix there? Was that right? In the ride, I won't stop up all your gravy from your deep dish apple pie. So open up your menu, I won't slice your honeydew. I love it, honey, when you do me like you do. Yeah. Yeah. 
guys sound good. And you say you suffer, and from what you call LSD, lead singer's disease. Sure I do. Tuesday. We're talking about other writers. You know, that trend continues on the next record, which is called Nine Lives. The first single was Falling in Love is Hard on the Knees. Ha, ha, ha. You know, Pink. I like the song Pink. There are definitely some unusual sounds creeping in there. This, you know, kind of interesting take on harmony. Uh, Glenn Ballard was the co-writer there and I guess probably maybe co-produced some of the things on this record. But yeah, you know, I'm not seeing a whole lot here that is memorable. Uh, I did kind of like the record as a whole when it came out, but uh, you, you know it has has not stood the test of time. But you know, again, some some interesting sounds. So there's an album in 2001, Just Push Play.
Aerosmith performed at the halftime show for Super Bowl Bazillion 2001. You had Aerosmith playing with NSYNC, playing with Britney Spears, with Nelly, with Mary J. Blige. It was god-awful. It was an atrocity. I'm still not quite recovered. Why in God's name did this have to happen? You come down. Walk this way. Whatever you do, do your little thing. Play with your microphone. Boom. Into bye-bye. Bye. And nobody's going to know what hit them. Okay, that scares me. Okay. Our halftime score, the Baltimore Ravens 10 and the New York Giants nothing coming up. We have Super Bowl 35 halftime show. Five, four, three, two, one. And now the MTV premiere of the Super Bowl 35 halftime show. I know. Somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. Let me drop some knowledge right about now. In 2001, Aerosmith became the only band to be inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with a song active in the charts. Latter-day Aerosmith, the singles, cool sounds, you know, the, the interesting production takes, uh, you know, Stephen especially reaching for, you know, what I think are interesting harmonies in a song called Jaded. So everything that I'm talking about here is Jaded. I just think it's a it's an awesome single. And I really like this one line, you know, I'm the one who jaded you. I, you know, that's, that's sort of more... Um, uh, expositive, you know, than uh, than I think Steven Tyler tends to, to normally be. So, despite the fact it's just not as interesting for you know diehard fans, uh, that is a fucking great single. Push up, rise, 
The brand new collection of rock and blues classics from America's greatest rock and roll band, including Baby Please Don't Go and more. To listen and buy, log on to SonyMusicTV.com. Aerosmith. Honking on Bobo. You would think it would be good if it if it had been recorded like the Stones' new blues record, where it's live all in the same room without a bunch of bullshit. We did our own take on it. It's not it's not blues songs uh, like you would think. They're the band to do it. And when I heard it was coming out, I was pretty excited about it. But it's not all that.
Smith singer Steven Tyler has finally quit the group after nearly 40 years. According to guitarist Joe Perry, he let his bandmates know via an interview posted online. Perry said the rest of the group are shocked and disappointed by the news, though he added that Tyler had obviously been planning this for a long time as he hadn't been giving 100% to the band. He also said that relations with Tyler had been strained for some time. You guys, man, come on. You got better questions yeah. than that? Well, Joe Perry said, if you know what? Jealousy runs deep in this family. You know, it's like he's doing what he's doing and I do what I do. Part of Aerosmith's recent world tour was cancelled after Steven Tyler fell off a stage and broke his shoulder. When Steven fell off the stage and he broke his collarbone and all that stuff, yeah. did you push Steven Tyler off that stage? No, not that time. Have you pushed him off the stage ever? Well, uh, you know, he likes to come up and bump into you on stage sometimes. And, you know, he he gets into it and sometimes uh, gets a little carried away. And Uh I was pissed. He was on the side of the stage. And as I walked back, I gave him a hip check. I just hip checked him a little too hard. (laughs) And he just kind of teetered for a second. And then he fell into the audience. (laughs) Perry did suggest that the band may bring in a replacement singer. I didn't completely drop out until this very last record. 
Aerosmith, music from another dimension. The band's first studio album of all new songs in 11 years. Aerosmith, music from another dimension. Available now. And it was supposed to be the return to the... Now, I do remember reading about it. It was the return to rocks or... Country singers on there? Like Carrie Underwood's on it? Wow. Yeah. So I take it it didn't happen. My uh, bar for Aerosmith is different than yours. I, I can listen to some of the pop stuff. There's nothing on that record at all listenable. At all. And it's the only one in their whole catalog that I could say that about for me. place to end that this will be supposedly I mean it's gotta eventually be their last tour I mean Joe Perry had a heart attack you can't do this forever really yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't know but I'll be going to see them it's all about the live show and even you know through today as I understand it they're on a sort of quote-unquote farewell tour I will say that we went to see them Donnie and uh, you know a few years back what a great show. I mean, like a really, really great show. And, uh, you know, you expect this to be a bluesy, sort of shambolic, you know, kind of live show, but it was tight. There was not a, a single bit of wasted energy in that show. And it was so professional, but, you know, I mean, yes, corporate, I guess, but like really well done. Incredible band, important uh, band. One of the greatest in those two records are historic as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong. If you don't like rocks and toys in the attic, you, you're just in the wrong place. has been produced by Donnie Shattuck.
Dad. So you just heard a few songs from Aerosmith. What, what's your take on them? I turned the station. Yeah, I'd rather hear something like The Platters, The Drifters, The Temptations. So anything with the word the in it? What if they were called the Aerosmith? I don't, I don't care what they're called. I don't like them. And of course, Russia denied knowing anything about this audio transmission and denied this ever existed.